0: The very thought of Jesus His presence can be found He's as close as the mansion of His name.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Praise the Lord. Can you all stand? Can we all stand? Praise God. Well, it's my privilege to um, introduce the lady that will speak, or the mother of us, our house, as we call it. But before that, before I do that, I want to do one or two other things that's important and get that out of the way. Then I will bring the lady of the house to you. Is that good? Let me first say as you're standing, a very happy Mother's Day from me to all the mothers in our church. Let's clap for the Lord for the wonderful gift of a mother. God's perfect design is to include the mothers that can bring forth. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we commit this service to You. And we pray that every heart be touched, every life changed. Come Holy Spirit and have your own way. Touch the hearts of the people. May our lives be renewed and may our faces turn to Him. The one who died for us and rose again from the dead. Jesus Christ, we thank you. Amen and amen. Alright, you may all be seated. Thank you on top of your enemies. Sorry, El pilichle, because I'm introducing the speaker. I thought it's best if I just come straight to the platform. Well, well, well. What a good day to have church today. Amen? I've told you a long time ago, bring a blanket with to come sit here under the uh, roof. Because it's warm in the sun, but it's cold under the roof. If you want to have a sun spot, you must come early and choose the side on my right over here. Well, we have exceedingly great, great news. And that is... Leave that stuff. Sit down. Slalapans. Slalapans. I'm talking. Uh, We as a church have exceedingly great news that I want to share with you. You like good news, isn't it? But before we share the good news, we want to also congratulate um, our students that uh, graduated this week from the University of the Western Cape. I wonder if they all can come stand just in front here so that we can can, uh, applaud them, all our students. If you are a student and you graduated at any campus, anywhere, you are blessed to join us in front here. We had about four undergraduates and one postgraduate. I see there's one more coming. What's the fourth one? Where is she? Where's her mother? Where's your daughter? She's working? Unfortunately. But come stand in her place because you you have received the honor. Come. Do you know if you can't be at the university for graduation, they hand the certificate to the parent. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, so. What did Vaima study? We are a Sports science. Is he into sports? What a shock. This is our school teacher. He's already teaching. He did his degree in education. He has a BA degree and now he has an honors uh, um, higher diploma in education. Clap for Brandon. Beautiful. I, I myself have a, a few degrees behind my name. That's why I acknowledge the children who study. And I want to encourage every child... And every parent to make sure your children go past matric. When we grew up, matric was the main thing to reach matric. But today not anymore. Your child will not get a good job if the child does not have what we call post-matric. College, university, technicon, you must. And if your child is a BMI child, I will press your child to study and to go further after matric. How many of us here don't put up your hand? We don't have matric, and we know life is difficult unless you got a job maybe many years ago. But today, they don't give job if you don't have a mini matric and post matric. So, this is our school teacher. I'm happy. I, I never had teachers here, and I always thought, as a with me, but I produce one after my own kind. Mm-hmm. I asked him if he gave the children hiding yet. He said no. I said, "Hey, when we were teaching, the children were very naughty. I remember one teacher tied the child with a belt to the desk." I said to him, "Say, come, on, sit here, tuni. I said, "You already can't all beyond that still sitting." To make it fast, Lesandre Lambert, one of our managers here, uh, events managers at our church, she did a BCom degree. Isn't it right? Did you, go, did you graduate now on your degree? Clap for her also. Uh-huh. UWC, Bush. And on the other side is Tammy. Is that you? I hardly see you anymore. Maybe your hair is so nice nowadays. Tammy did what? BA. Now, you studying further? Are you finished? Yeah, BA is the three-year, and then we always do after BA. Teaching, or what are you going to study? Education postgraduate. Yeah, that's good. And so this is Tammy, also into teaching. Clap for her. And there's a father, Stan. And a mother is somewhere. They don't sit together, but they are husband and wife. Nangusha. And where's your mother and father? Lizzie? Stan. See now. They, they were members when we started 18 years ago. They have joined this. Lizzie was a baby of two years. Yes. Your mother's not here, right? Okay. The mother, mother attends another church. And you are the mother, right? Yes. Clap for the mother. <laughs> now, we are very proud to have here another of our students. Very humble student. Wait, wait, you don't even, why are you clapping? You don't know why you're clapping. He is our first BMI member that, uh, that achieved his doctorate degree, doctorate. is the highest degree you can study for. You study first, let me explain to you. You study first for a normal degree, which is your undergraduate, what these juniors are doing here. Then you do an honours degree, it's a level higher. Then after that, you do your master's degree, which is what I have. Hey! You must be careful when you speak to me. And then after master's, you do a doctorate. That's the highest degree. You you, you don't study to be a professor. A professor is conferred upon you because of your work as a doctorate. But you can't be a professor until you have this one. Do you understand? So now he's Dr. Evans. And I want you to clap for him. Yes. Now listen carefully. I speak to you in this way because I know my people. My people don't always understand things. And if you, if you think that I'm rude, you don't understand my people. My people will come to him now and ask him to look at their backache and their stomach ache. He's not a doctor of medicine. Please. He's a doctor of humanities. Is it a DPhil you got over a PhD? DPhil. Doctor in philosophy. Doctor in philosophy. I, And uh, we are so proud of them. Let me pray for them. Father, may their futures be bright. But may they not forget you, Lord. You are the one that makes all things possible. May they serve you and use the acquired skill for your glory. We thank you for what you have made possible in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Go back to your seats and we clap for them. Clap for them. So I want to say to all the young children, school is for studying. It is not just for sports and to look for girlfriends and boyfriends. You must know why a school is there. And you must go and study and bring back good grades to your parents. All right? We will have here, as soon as our building is completed, an after-school program where if you don't have a proper facility at home for the child to learn, we already started it uh, some time ago at our other building, but we will have it here soon when the building is closed. Your child can come here after school. We will help him to finish his or her homework and also help him in things they don't understand. Because sometimes the child goes to you, mommy and daddy, and unfortunately, you also don't understand some of the things they learn. Is it true? I'm not embarrassing you. Trigonometry is very difficult, isn't it? Because the the angle of the uh, uh, hypotenuse must be equal to the angle of the XY plane. Do you understand that? Now, the child asks you that question, you might not know, but this is what we... We're going to do many great things here. That is one of it. And then our high school students and our university students will be tutors here. Do you think it's a good idea? Because I'm sick and tired of us not achieving great things. That is outside this camp. But inside here, all our children will accomplish things. They will finish their school and go study and become great and use that for the glory of God. Do you think it's a good idea? Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, the great news. That was good news. Actually, I need you. Teshli, 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 Teshli. Is your name Teshli? Those are my two assistants. They are very super great people. This is Teshli. Anybody know Teshli? If you want to see me and you don't see me, tell her anything you need to tell me. Stand here. She works for the city of Cape Town. Is it wonderful? The city that works for you. Today we are proud to say that after many months of, of, of fighting with the city, <laughs> Tashley is our inside agent. You know, you must almost have an agent on the inside. Tashley was my inside agent in the city of Cape Town's offices that monitored the progress of our plans. And although many churches take more than a year, some took up to two years to have their plans approved by God's grace. We, under a year, on Friday morning, we had a, a email from the city of Cape Town that we now have fully approved plans with the stamp of the city. With the stamp of the city in the corner. You see this blue stamp here? And because we are a... Uh, Uh, Well, what is the right word? We are um, good citizens of South Africa. We did not want to build without this stamp. We could have done it because most people in Delft do it, but we felt, no, let's do the right thing so that we can also live by example. The building is put up by the engineer's authority, and that is also legal, but the walls can only be closed once the inspector has seen this approval. Now it is here. Now it's time to close. Hallelujah. Clap for Jesus. Now it's time to close. Glory to God. We would have started on Monday, but I have to slip away this week to Ghana. I will be in Ghana. One of our pastors, pastor. We have a few churches if you don't know. One is in Johannesburg. It's a small church, but it's a powerful church. And the pastor there is getting married. And uh, he's getting married in Ghana. It's my second home country where Bishop Dag lives. So I, he's asked me to come and do the, be officiate this wedding, which I'm going to do. Pray for me as I travel to Ghana. And... Uh, I'll just be there for a few days because I'll be preaching in Bishop Eddie, Eddie's big church of 5,000 people. And then as soon as I land, we will start the building. We'll be closing up. Do you think it's a good idea? I think it's a good idea. But obviously, you know, all these building of blocks and cement and sand and stone and paying the laborers is the main thing. God has blessed us. We The man that we need to buy bricks from he's already sent it. We haven't paid him yet. We have sand, we have some cement bags. Remember, you all gave money for cement. But one thing that we didn't really take into cognizance is that labor costs money. Every Friday I have to pay those who lay the bricks. And when I start, I don't want to stop and I wanna close. Do you think we need to close so that the wind doesn't blow us cold anymore? Amen. So I want again, now I've taken offerings from you before. But the Lord said to me that you must trust me. Don't look for rich people and for businessmen to help you do this work. God will supply the need through the people for the closing of this church. Amen. And I appeal once again to you, give what you can give. Yes, you say, Pastor, but I gave some men bags. Can't you see how blessed you are after you gave the bags? Look, you're even fatter than what you were the last time I saw you. So I, I still want to appeal to people that can give something to the building fund. We are now ready Operation Build. Are you with me? You saw for a few weeks I didn't do anything because I waited for the stamp. Waited for that? Now we have the stamp. Operation Build. This is the month of May. It's the month we got our stamp of approval. It's the month we will start building by God's grace. It's also the month of my daughter's birthday. And another thing is Bishop Dag's birthday on the 14th, so I will be in Ghana there to wish him well on his birthday. And I want some people, most of you, all of you, Tashley, how many envelopes do you have? There should be enough, and there should be plethora of workers standing ready after Thursday's meeting No people sleeping anymore. But no, 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 no. Sit down quickly. Let's just give to them. I want you for this month of May to put something special in here to help me to finish this building. Are you with me? One day I'll tell you about the dream I had that God gave me. Where God, in the dream, told me, Don't ask rich people, don't depend on business people or rich people. God Himself is going to do this, and you will know it's a miracle that comes from Him. And so far, we saw the hand of God. Amen. Many things we should have paid for, the Lord is taking it away and people are just donating to us. But I need you, if you are here and you want to take an envelope and say, in this month of May, I'm going to give something special to this building to help it to be closed. I want you to stand to your feet and then this young man will bring an envelope to you. If you want to, Wait, wait on my instruction. Please, stand in front. Give the people a chance to stand. Come in front. Come in front, turn around and face the people. Yes, beautiful. Beautiful. If you want to give something, you don't have to give it today. You can give it next week up till the end of May. This is a special building fund. There are some of us who give every month. I myself give every month. Money to the building fund. And I know some of you do. But even if you're one of them, stand and take this envelope. Put something in and say, Pastor, pay the laborers. Pay. I, I can. Our workers work for, for voluntary every Saturday. But not all of them can lay a brick. If I let them lay bricks, I nema We need real brick layers. Okay? So as you stand, they quickly go. And they give you an envelope now. The Lord will bless you and multiply you. The Lord will open the floodgates of heaven in your life. Yes, He will. He will. Thank you for taking an envelope. Help me to build. We don't know who's here. You don't know who you're sitting next to. Do you know? Could be a very, very prosperous lady. And you think it's just another person. Tell the person next to you, you don't know who you're sitting next to. You don't know who you're sitting next to. Now it's my honor and my privilege to welcome my beautiful wife to the platform. I just wanted to greet you. Do you think it's good that she greets you? Yes. She is very important to the work here. her up the stage, please. Derek, you should do your work properly, right? Calvin. Yes, that's correct. You may be seated. I think she will address you.
1: Good morning, everyone. Are you all happy to be in the house of the Lord? I see when I came in today, I actually saw a lot of ladies. And I was so happy. But I'm wondering, how many of you are mothers here this morning? Maybe you can stand and I can just see. How many mothers do we have this morning? Wow, they're looking so beautiful. Amen, you may be seated. Uh, First of all, I want to um, welcome all our first-time visitors here this morning. If you're here for the first time, you are so welcome. Thank you for sharing this special day with us. And I'm sure that you've enjoyed the program so far. I really love the youth that um, did this song this morning. And the mimers, they took me back many years when I still um, uh, assisted with the dancers at that time. And they really did very well. Thank you for that beautiful program. I also want to thank all the events, the events team, we set up everything, sometimes we take for granted when we come here, you know, everything is set up, we just sit and we just enjoy the service, but I just want to thank everyone who participated this morning to make this, uh, spe- this day special for all our mothers. Now, um, when I became a mother with my, the firstborn, I don't know if Jamie's close by here. Jamie? You can quickly, she can quickly come. Now, she's the firstborn. Now, when I was pregnant with Jamie, I really wanted a girl. I always tell the story, um, I wanted a girl. And when I went for my scan, the doctor told me, no, but this is, uh, um, this is a boy, And I was a little bit disappointed because I so much wanted a girl. But you know, like I said, sometimes we take small things for granted. So eventually, when I gave birth, on the day when I gave birth, it was actually not a boy, it was a girl. And I had a lot of blue clothing. Blue blankets, the room was blue, everything was set up for this boy, but God really saw my desire. You know, I love that scripture in Matthew 6.33 that says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things that you are so concerned about will be added unto you. So Jamie, this is my firstborn, come so that the people can see the firstborn. (laughs) And then I have a son, Jason, uh, which is not here. He's studying in the USA, and I really miss him today. But I'm sure he will give me a call later today. Um, God has blessed us with Jamie and with with, with Jason. And you know, to be a mother, uh, Deirdre gave uh, a beautiful explanation of the different types of mothers that we get Now, I work for the Nature Conservation Board, and just while I was sitting there, I didn't prepare, you can see here, I didn't prepare anything, because pastor said, it's Mother's Day today, so you will bless me as well with the Word of God. So that's a blessing to me, but um, I work for the Nature Conservation Board, and one of our priorities um, that we need to deal with every day is the protection of our plants and our animals. I don't want to say fauna and flora, then maybe you think, what am I talking about? Our plants and our animals. Now, in conservation, you get different type of classification. So you get endangered, you get your protected, and then you get your unprotected. So I was thinking while I was sitting, you can actually use a mother figure. And when I looked at um, on the stage, most of the flowers and the uh, and the plants that's here, it's artificial. You know, it may be appear, the appearance of it seems to be, I wonder is it fresh or is it? But it's artificial. It's not the real thing. But you get um, some plants where a a very big, that is classified, very Uh, A big, like you would say, some of the plants are like they call it red listed. So why are those plants then so special? A lot of people ask us, "Why why is this plant so special? And some of the plants, the appearance of it is not even looking beautiful. I mean, when you look at this If this should be a real flower, it would be very nice. But some plants that are red listed, they doesn't look very good. Some of them are called carnophytums. They're very small and they just look like a, a dry bulb. But those plants are listed. Very high. So they receive specialized protection. If you want that plant, you need a permit. You you can't just do anything. You can't. It can't be in captivity. You can't have it um, without a permit. You can't transport it without a permit. You can't export it. That's how important that plant and some of the animals are. So what I want to say to the, the, the mothers today If somebody should classify you as a mother, where would you fall under that classification? Deirdre explained it very nicely to us. And one of the things that we should desire as mothers is to be classified as a spiritual mother. Because, you know, we as mothers have the ability to influence young people. You know, a child will always run to the mommy first before the child would go to the father. And our influence on the young life of a child is so important. You can, whatever you put in that child, as that child grows up, there's something that that child will remember. But if we as mothers just treat ourselves, or we're just an unprotected species. Like I mentioned, the different classification, you're endangered, you're protected, unprotected. Unprotected is the last classification that you get. I'm sure that none of us want to fall under that classification. But if we call ourselves a spiritual mother, and pastor was teaching this whole month on... um, being uh, uh, um, fruitful, fruitfulness, being fruitful. Now, we as mother, mothers, we can become fruitful and being fruitful is not by just sitting at home and doing nothing with your life. You know, you just go by every day. is weer dag, is net repeat. No, to be spiritual, there's so much That we can do for God. And that will be the lasting thing in our life. One day when we stand before God, we will not be asked. Hoeveel kleren het jy gekoep? Hoe het jy die mooiste gelijk as jou body, die beste gelijk? Het jy baie, uhm, 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 uhm young person to you with your appearance no, that is not even something that will feature the only thing that will, will will be important is what have you done for God and so I want to encourage all our mothers here there is so much of us here that you will use what God is and all, like I said some of the plants, the appearance doesn't look nice but but there's something in that plant that gives you that special protection, that special um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, uniqueness. So I want to say let us all be Become what God intended us to be. Never think that I'm not, though I'm si- insignificant, I'm a person that nobody will even listen to. No. Once we know God and once we have made a choice that we want to serve Him in all areas of our life, we can be those mothers, one of those um, mothers that makes it different in the life of the young children. I want to say to those who do not maybe have mothers here today, you may your mother's passed on, and I know today Mother's Day is probably always a sad day for you, but I want to encourage you that um, remember all those beautiful memories that you have of your mother, and may that memory stay with you, that you remember your mother and all those beautiful things. And then we also have, um, some of us, maybe we do not have good memories of our mothers. But I want to tell you, there was one person who made a difference in your life. Maybe it's not your biological mother. Maybe it's somebody, an aunt or a neighbor Or a mother that just gave you everything. She treated you as your own child. And today I want to thank those mothers here who has been um, a a mother to those who do not have mothers. Or the mother who didn't um, have an effect or did something for that child. But you took over and you gave that child that love and that care that that child needs. So today, I I want to wish all our mothers a blessed Mother's Day. And may God bless you. And we have something um, prepared for all our mothers, a little small gift for you that we will give after the service. God bless you all.
2: Praise the Lord. Clap again for our mother of BMI. She did... Very well in greeting you all. Amen. I always uh, pay tribute to my mother who has passed on about 12 years ago now. But what a wonderful mother I had. If you knew her, you were blessed to have known her. A godly woman. That really loved Jesus. And not just that she loved Jesus, she loved people. Um, I'm sure when our new building is completed, there'll be a, a Hall of Fame or some Hall of Memory. And oh, I'm sure that if God spares us, I'll put a picture up there. She was the first one to tell me about Jesus. And she did not um, uh, just tell me about the Lord. Every person she encountered, she spoke about the Lord. She was a fruitful Christian. And this month as we speak about fruit bearing, I get this from my mother and I'm sure that she, as I stand before you, I'm the fruit of her loins, biologically but also spiritually. Spiritually. I gave my life to Christ in the 10th crusade but it was my mother who pestered me all the time When are you gonna make a decision for Jesus? I was about 12 years old and I said, Mama, Mama, Mommy, wait, wait, don't push me, I'm not ready But the Lord did a mighty work through her She was a Roman Catholic, very staunch, went to church almost every day To the mess She knew the priest She knew the nuns But Jesus came and found her Because she was lost And supernaturally I think it was an angel that appeared to her And she opened the Bible To the scriptures That made her realize That we can only be saved by Jesus Christ, the Son of God And from that day A conversion brought many of her family members to the Lord Her cousins, her aunties My father who said Once a Catholic, always a Catholic Finally came to the Lord And when they served God They served Him with passion That's why I stand in the ministry. My brother, Pastor Clint, is in the ministry. International preachers who travel across the globe, not just here. And then Pastor Charlie, also in the ministry. Beautiful. And I promise to always honor her when it's Mother's Day. Because she was a beautiful soul. Before she died, she said to me through her Broken voice because she was really ill at that time. She died of cancer. Cancer in the lungs or fluid in the lungs. I remember she said to me, Many are called, but few are chosen. And she said, You are chosen. When I was a young boy, the devil tried to kill me. I didn't know that she told me the story. When I was a young boy, the devil tried to kill me because I was... She had put me on a bed and I don't know how it happened, but I had flipped around and I was busy suffocating as a baby. And she tells the story that she was hanging, washing at the washing line. Not yet a believer, a Roman Catholic. And she says, something prompted her. Today we know how the Holy Spirit works, but that time they didn't know. She said, something prompted her to go and see. Something is not right inside. And then she says, when she came to me, I, was, I had turned on my face. I had been suffocating with no air. And she, when she turned me around, my whole body was blue as I was. The devil was trying to suck the life out of me. And the Holy Spirit quickened her to run to save the life of the little boy that boy is standing in front of you today hallelujah the one thing she couldn't do she couldn't sing well but she wasn't ashamed of people listening to her singing hey she sang wherever she go her key was falsetto falsetto And today I want to pay tribute to her by doing two of her favorite songs. And I also don't sing well, but I, like my mother, I don't care if I can sing or not sing. I want to say like the old Pentecostal said, Amen. Is it okay if I pay honor to her? And sing you one of her favorite songs. I'll do one maybe, I'll do one. This is a song she sang every day in the house and I'm paying tribute to her. And I want all the young people as you see me do this, always honor your mother because your days will be lengthened and it will go well with you. Today it is well with me, I think because I honored my mother. I never, never had a bad experience with her. My father was the soldier, the general in the house. My mother was the loving type. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes the mother is the army general and the father is the soft one. But in our house, my father was hard. I I, I thought my father didn't love us, but when I see what I've turned out to be, I realize that his love was hard discipline. It's a different type of love. The Bible says God disciplines those that he loves. And the mother was the soft one. Amen. Can I can I play this? Can you put this on the mic? To fall. I have found a friend in Jesus. Is everything to me? Is the fairest of ten thousand to my soul? Is the lily of the valley in him? All I need to cleanse and make me fully whole. In sorrow, he's my comfort. And in trouble, he's my stay. Oh, he tells me every care on him to go. Is the lily of the valley The bright and the morning star is the fairest of a thousand to my soul He will never, never leave me nor yet forsake me here While I live by faith and do God's blessed will. There's a wall of fire about me, I have nothing now to fear, With this manner here my hungry soul shall feel Then sweet. Face where the rivers are, the light shall forever roll. Is the lily of the valley the bright and the morning star? The fairest of ten thousand to my soul. Yes, he's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. Hallelujah! You think it's a beautiful song? other favorite in falsetto. I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus because I found in him is a friend so kind and true. I want to tell you that he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend can do. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend as kind as he yes No one else could take the sin and the darkness from me. Oh, how much Jesus came for me every day it comes to me with newest so more and more. understand his words of love but I'll never know just why he came to save me till someday I see his blessed face above no one ever
0: cared for me
2: sing with me like Everybody singing with us. No one
0: ever.
2: just for a few minutes, not long. We are not going to have a long sermon today because it's Mother's Day. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 1. I dedicate this to all mothers and the fruit-bearing abilities of a mother. God made fathers but a father can't bring forth fruit on his own. That's why there's a need for mothers. Amen. Mother, if you can only know the purpose God designed you. Although God is called Father, oftentimes in the Bible, the metaphor or the analogy of God as a mother is used. Remember when Jesus stood on the hill and he looked over Jerusalem He said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you that killed the prophets and the servants, how I much would love to gather you as a hen gathered the chicks, but you would not let me. So as you have the ability by God's divine design to bring forth a child, that in itself is a miracle. You should... Pray cognizance to the fact that God is speaking through you to the bringing forth. Because you're producing another just like you. Another of the same kind. Small baby with eyes and ears, nose and mouth, hands and feet. That's in the natural. Therefore, in the spiritual, it is also required of you to bring forth. The mother who unfortunately cannot bring forth is often called the barren mother, when the womb cannot bring forth. And oftentimes, God had to intervene in barrenness. It happened for Abram and his wife Sarah. It happened for Isaac and Rebecca. It happened for Jacob and Rachel. Strangely enough, most of these women that were the very important woman in the lives of the prophets or the men of God, the patriarchs, they could not bring forth children. But only by God's intervention could they then produce babies and children that would be used by God in a wonderful way. My prayer is for all mothers to be spiritual mothers, as Lucille, my wife, said. Not just biological mothers. Because by divine miracle, the baby grows in your womb, and you, you can give birth. Many people give birth. Young children of 14, 15 years old also give birth. But to be a spiritual mother is far greater than to be a biological mother. Somebody once said to me, I don't know, she said, this woman said to me, I don't know what I'll say to about my mother at the graveside," Because the mother really didn't live an exemplary life. But you see, when you meet Jesus Christ, then things start to change. All of us, as we live, if we live outside of God's design, all we'll ever have in this life is pain and heartache and sadness. Because the thief is around, coming to steal, to kill and to destroy God never intended for mothers to live away from Him. God's design for the mother is to be so closely connected to Him, like my mother was when she found Him. It wasn't just a Sunday thing, a church-going thing. My mother was completely in love with Jesus. All the songs that, I, that she sings or that she sang in a falsetto was about Jesus. She fell in love with Jesus Christ. It wasn't just a fa- some pie-in-the-sky story or some fathom. Jesus became real to her. She loved him with all her heart. And she would always display that love to the people outside. It was not just about her own children. It was about others. What about other people? Do you have a heart for people? Do you have a heart for others? May the Lord help you to be fruitful spiritually, not just biologically. And may your children honor you and bring you great satisfaction. I think the greatest thing for a mother is to be proud of her children, what she has produced, what have they become. Now, one of the reasons why sometimes we we put our hands in our head with sadness is that we did not lead our children to the Lord. As my wife said, children listen more to the mother than to the father. And it is so imperative that you lead your children to God. Bring your children to the house of God. When you are older, like many older women sitting here today, they do realize they need God. But whilst the children grew up, maybe they didn't realize it then. Now to convince the children, you must go to church. You must serve God. It's very difficult. So even if you made mistakes, let me tell the younger parents then. The greatest thing you can do for your children is not to give them an education, though that is important is not to give them money or inheritance from your mother or your father. Maybe you have a house somewhere in the Durangs or in Gravernet. No. The greatest gift you can give your children is Jesus Christ. Give them Jesus and they are set for a successful future and a great life ahead. Hallelujah. You can give them happiness, money, but the best gift is Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen to the word of God in Isaiah chapter 5. Verse 1. He says, Now I will sing to my well-beloved. It's good to sing a song to your beloved, isn't it? I sing a lot of songs to my wife. Old songs of... uh, Elvis Presley. And I love you so. You can imagine the guitar and me singing and her her crying as I'm singing to her. And I love you so. Hey! (laughs) Now I will sing to my well-beloved, Isaiah 5 verse 1. A song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well beloved at the vineyard in a very fruitful hill. Glory to God. I listened to last week's preaching in the week just to make sure that I have touched on certain points and that I say something different with you today. And I realized I preached a very good sermon. How many of you will agree that I preached a very good sermon? It's only sometimes afterwards when I hear it, I realize I spoke to you about being fruitful. And I trust God that this is the the month that you will turn. The month of May is the month of mothers. It's the month of fruitfulness. Hallelujah. My beloved, there's a vineyard on a fruitful hill. This vineyard is on a fruitful hill. There's no reason why this vineyard cannot produce grapes. Because it's on a fruitful hill. And he fenced it. And gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine. And built a tower in the midst of it. And also made a winepress therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes. But alas, it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah. judge, I pray you. Betwixt me and my vineyard, what would have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done to it? Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, it brought forth wild grapes. And go now and I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the heads thereof, say mercy, and it shall be eaten up. And break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down, and I will lay it to waste. It shall not be pruned, nor it shall be digged, but there shall come up briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that the rain should no longer rain on it. Say again, mercy. When we ask for mercy, we ask for God to help us to escape. The judgment that is due to us. As you sit here this morning, I want to make it clear to you that we all are sinners. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The only thing that helps us is the mercy of God. Amen? Because we don't deserve anything. But it's by the mercy of God that we escape the judgment of God. Isn't God a good God? Is Full of compassion. And he has a lot of mercy. Enjoy the mercy of the Lord as we sit here. If you think about yourself, you don't deserve much. The Lord has given you much. He's planted you in a fruitful vineyard. He's put the heads around you. He's watered you. You sit in church every Sunday. You are being watered. Sometimes I rebuke you in my preaching. That is the pruning. I'm pruning you. Aye. As I preach the word of God, it's like showers of rain. But the Bible says, when he came to look for the grapes, instead of good grapes, he found wild grapes. And the owner was very sad. And he said, this is what I will do. I will take away the heads Which is the protection. Ladies and gentlemen, we are asked of God to be fruit bearers. If we do not bear fruit, He's going to remove our protection from us. Are you listening? This is the word of the Lord to you. I will remove it. And then you will be open to a text. From wild animals, from the winds, and all things that will destroy you. May the Lord have mercy on us that we can bear fruit for the Lord. Now, once again, I want to tell you, bearing fruit speaks about winning people to Jesus. Are you listening to me? Fruitfulness is whatever you will do, That will bring more souls to the Lord. Whether it's through your dancing, through your testimony, through your preaching, through assisting, packing out of chairs. This morning my wife thanked those who helped to make this place comfortable. And I also thought, what a blessing they are to us. We come here, we think these chairs are sitting here all week. It's not like that. Every Sunday morning, people come here very early and set out the chair that you can sit on and put out the carpets, and put on the black sheets, and put out the flowers. Isn't it wonderful for these people to come? They are bearing much fruit because now there's a place for people to come. They are helping the expansion and the growth of the church. Hallelujah. That is all part of fruit bearing. Anything you do, listen carefully, that can help to bring souls to the Lord, that is fruit bearing. So those who are not doing anything to bring in people. I cannot continue just smiling with you, laughing with you and say, I'm happy that you're sitting the chairs full here. Because that is what I can do. And preach your good sermon that Jesus is going to save you in in your trials. But the reality is, the promises are made to people who bear fruit. The promises in the Bible are for people who bear fruit. What fruit, pastor? The fruit of helping God's work to grow. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? And as I said last week, I prophesy, you are one of those people that's going to get involved in the work of God and in the house of God. Don't be so concerned about your own life. If you're concerned about your own life, you won't have time for God's work and for God's house. Are, are you listening to me? The Bible says in Romans 12, our lives must be a living sacrifice. Not one sacrifice or two sacrifice. Living. I'm a living sacrifice. When you leave here now, there's another group of people coming to sit here and we'll do the service again. Hi. You say, oh, no, no, that's too much. No. My life is a living, it's a, I'm living a sacrifice. Then when I'm finished today, I'm here again tomorrow. Because my life is what? A living. If I work hard this Sunday, I'll work hard again next Sunday. Because I want to see souls come to the Lord. My life is a living sacrifice. And so your life is also a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. Now yeah, just one important point for you quickly today. As you become fruitful, you will avoid something very great in your life. You will avoid being taken away from Jesus. Mothers, if your child wants to have God and is backslidden, I'm going to tell you what's the possible reason why your child has been backslidden. And we're going to pray to God to bring your child back to the Lord. Amen. If your child gets busy with God's things, it is one of the ways that prevents backsliding. Look at John 15 verse 1. He says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Every branch in me that bears not fruit is taken away. Is taken what? Is taken away. Yes. And every branch that bears fruit, He purges it, that it might bring forth more fruit. Hallelujah. 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 If you don't bear fruit, you are going to be taken away. If you don't bear fruit, you know. And I'm sure you don't want to be taken away, do you? Do you want to be taken away from Christ? Certainly not. Do you want to fall away? Certainly not. You can't be like Judas, who at one point knew God, but later he fell away. He fell away because he stopped bearing fruit and he was more worried about getting money. Some believers might not sell Jesus like Judas do, but they're also involved in making more money and that's the reason why possibly they can't help to bear fruit in the church. Are you listening? But I pray that you will bear fruit for the Lord. By winning people to Jesus, inviting people to church, bearing fruit speaks of winning souls to God. Amen. It's not just about your cars and houses. And I also want you to be prosperous. Have beautiful houses. Have beautiful cars. But you must not steer away from God and His house and His things. If you give your children to God's house like Hannah gave Samuel... And they are busy in God's house with God's things. Get them involved in the dancing. Get them involved in the serving. Get them involved in the security. Get them involved in winning souls for the Lord. There's less chance your child will become a backslider. I hope you are listening to what I'm saying. Give your child back to God. In Israel, the firstborn was supposed to be given back to God. If he was a boy. He was surrendered to the Lord. May you surrender your fruit to God in Jesus' name. Amen. May you not be cut away because there's no fruit on your tree. Hallelujah. If you're not moving forward into fruit bearing, that means you are now falling backwards into vain jangling. So the first important key for today's sermon is Avoid being cut away from the Lord by bearing fruit. Say amen. The second important key is that it will prevent you from blindness, short-sightedness, and forgetfulness. Last week in the second service, I, I preached this sermon about 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. If these things abound in you, you shall not be barren. Unfruitful, but you, but you that lack of these things, you are blind, you cannot see far, and you have forgotten. A vine that bears grapes that are not nice sour grapes, or small grapes, or rotten grapes has a disease. We Christians sometimes have diseases. And the three diseases that we have is this in First Second Peter 1 verse 8. We are blind, we are short-sighted, and we are forgotten. What does it mean? To be short-sighted is you can only see here. You can't see far. Are you listening? Now you might say, Pastor, why are you going on about fruitfulness? I am all right. Me, my family, my husband, my children, my cat We come to church But you see, you have a disease You only see here You can't see far You have a disease of short-sightedness And I pray this morning God delivers you from that disease Because your life t- is not just about your own little family And being cozy You can do so much more for others Hallelujah Hallelujah When the ministry takes its toll on me and my wife, one of the things that really makes us happy to see the fruit of our work and the children that we have produced and that makes us want to carry on. Are you listening? But if there's no fruit, it means we were short-sighted. You see, I I told you that I've studied, so I had a degree, more than one. My wife, she told you what she does. We earned enough money to live comfortably without having to do this. That's if I only saw my wife, my child, my cat, my dog, and my two children. Are you listening? But there is more to that than my own little kingdom. There's you, and you, and you. I must see far. Beyond my house, beyond my little suburb, there's Delft. There's Uppington, there's Midrain, there's East London, there's Belha, there's other places, Elsie's River. God needs us to speak His Word to people. We have here sitting here people from Elsie's River, people from Ravensmead, people from there are people from Belha. Glory to God because we're so far. Hallelujah. We took our crusades to the civics in Ravensmith. Yes, in West Bank. We have people from West Bank here. Yeah. And if God gives me the grace, coronavirus is finished. We're going even further. Yes. Hallelujah. Next month, I'm going to Worcester. They've invited me to preach. And if you want to come, you can come. We'll be having some taxis here. Once in the afternoon, we jump all in and we go because we can Our, our ministry is not just for here we can see far, I am not going to suffer from the disease of short-sightedness, I want to see far Worcesters people need the Lord, Amen Glory to God It's lekker, it's lekker to serve the Lord like this Here gaan ons die tunnel, Amen But het nog nie dier die tunnel gegaan nie Maar omdat jy vir God weks, sal jy dier die tunnel gaan, boeën die tunnel en onn die tunnel The monastery will take you places you've never gone before. You short-sightedness, you just think of this little house of your... You see, you make a mistake. God wants to enlarge you. God wants to take you to places and people that you've never met before. Yay! You, you become a polished person. The <laughs> Lord Yeah say I, j i e e e excuse me sir you say excuse me ma'am excuse me sir yes you see because the church of jesus everything is in it for you and not just a preaching you can from my my means my 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 birmanetek no 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 this is a whole transformation of your whole life glory to god from degree of glory to another degree to another degree to another degree God is lifting you your children will be lifted mothers here as i close you might not have had, you might not have had a good life but your children is going to honor you because you will see the blessing of the Lord in your children. Hallelujah. I see my son being blessed as he travels the whole America. It's because of me working for the Lord. So you will see if you bear fruit. Don't 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 say, Pastor, how? Pa- don't that is the work of God. He will supernaturally do something for you. You will never know what God can do. Amen. Hallelujah. But if you're short-sighted. Number two, if you forget the disease of Christians, you are forgetful. You forgot. How did you come sit on this chair? Somebody asked you to come with the church, isn't it? Somebody invited you. Say, Mama, it's Mother's Day, won't you come? Now you are here. And you like this church because if you're here and you don't like this church, then something must be wrong with you. This is the best church south of the Sahara Desert. South of... South of the Elsie's River. So you like it and you're nice and you're sitting and you've come here for a few weeks. You now even have a tie on. And your week is very nicely perm. But did you forget how somebody came to you and asked you to come? Did you forget? What about you? You see, the disease of Christians, short-sightedness, forgetfulness. It was in a tent crusade that I came out and I knelt on the carpet. I remember crying like a baby when the man of God led me to the Lord. So why can't I also do that for other people? Invite them. Preach to them. And pray for them. And ask them, don't you want to accept Jesus as your Savior? Hallelujah. You will not suffer from short-sightedness. Neither will you suffer from forgetfulness. Many Christians have a sickness called forget tontalitis. Don't forget where you come from. That's why you must honor your mother. Says my, meneer kies, groot vir maar as jou ma wat jou sterre vir jou skoon gemaakt het, toe stink jou sterre sier. Now you want to speak bad and wild to your mother, you must not forget. You must not forget who reared you, gave you food when there was nothing. And the last sickness is blindness. You can't see heaven. You can't see yow. You think this is all that life is about. This is nothing. Forget cars and houses and lands. Houses and lands I may not own. Many riches be unknown. A little person in this world I may be. I cannot keep up with world styles, but I know I'm God's own child. I put Jesus first and that's enough for me. Hallelujah. You will not suffer from blindness. I prophesy you will not suffer from short-sightedness and you will not suffer from forget I rebuke those sicknesses in your life in the name of Jesus. That is one of the reasons why Christians do not bear fruit they suffer from spiritual diseases. Several so players I close. And the last one, after the sicknesses, if you don't bear fruit, you lose the protection of the Lord. God wants fruit from you. And if He sees fruits, you will have divine protection. Hallelujah. Some of you should have been dead by now. Some of you were in hospital. And by the Lord's grace, He gave you another chance. That's called divine protection. Some of you just missed an accident. Some of you, a gunshot or a knife couldn't kill you. Because the Lord gives divine protection. But this promise to people who are fruitful. If you're doing his work. There's a wall of fire around you. Hallelujah. A wall of fire around you. The enemy will come for you. Don't say you were lucky. It's the hand of God and the angel of the Lord that is walking with you. Do you know? Do you believe in angels? God sends angels to protect us. We might not see them. But the devil sees them. And the demons see them. They stand huge with swords in their hands. To protect you. Because you are a fruit bearer. Hallelujah. What shall I say of my vine press? What shall I say? They bring forth no fruit. I will remove their heads from it. Yes. It better bring forth good grapes. But it brought forth sour grapes. Now I shall remove their heads. Don't be happy when you have a nice car, a nice degree, and a nice job. That doesn't guarantee the protection of God. What will guarantee the protection is if you can show the fruits of your ministry. I am doing something for the Lord. And this is my encouragement to you for the month, the whole month. I will speak to you about bearing fruit for God. Some sitting here today, as I see some of your faces, you are wild into fruit bearing. I don't know what has taken you away from being active in God's house. I do not know why. I can maybe think it's the cares of this world. You are here, but you don't do anything. May that change in your life. We are going to have a church with thousands of people. It can only happen If you start to bear fruit Not me alone I can't handle it alone God has sent every believer To be a fruit bearer When you are saved After salvation Say here am I Lord Use me Here am I Lord Send me And you will see how God blesses you You will see how God promotes you You will see how God prospers you As mothers bear forth children so you shall bear forth fruit by your heads in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Today I want to speak to mothers and anybody that's been invited here. If you don't know my Jesus, I want to introduce Him to you. You say to me, Pastor, my life is not right. I'm not living right. I've wandered far away from God. But I want to first serve God and I want to follow Him. You were not invited here by accident. You were not invited here by chance. It's God's divine design for you to sit here today to hear His Word. He wants to see your life being fruitful. But you cannot bear fruit if if you're outside of God. You need to come home. You need to come to God. And the things that looks bad will start to change as you serve Him. Because the heads of protection will come around you. The sickness of short-sightedness and blindness will go away from you. Serve the Lord and you will have all the promises that He said in His Word. Maybe you here today, you say, Pastor Chris, pray for me. I don't know Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to start to serve Him from this day forward. I want to pray for you. Many years ago, I walked down the aisle and I knelt on the blue carpet. And from that day, my life was forever changed. So I want to pray for you. If you're a mother, if you're a child, if you're a man, you're here because of Mother's Day. But Jesus wants to change your life because He loves you. All you need to do is touch Him. You don't have to be perfect. Just touch the hem of His garment. He will make you whole again. If you are here, you say, Pastor, pray for me. Put up your hand. I want to pray for you. Pray for me, Pastor. I want to commit my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. Put up your right hand and you can drop it again. This is your day. This is your day, Mother. Don't don't let this moment pass you by. Maybe somebody just brought you along. But you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to follow Him. You want things to change in your life. If you want things to remain the same, then you don't put up your hand. But if you want things to change, put up your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to lead you to Christ. I see your hand. Is there somebody else? I see I see that hand also. Is there another lady? I see your hand, mister. Is there somebody else you want me to pray for you? Yes, I see your hand. Let us all stand. I see your hand, mama. I see your hand. Everybody's standing. And now I want to ask those people who put up your hands, be bold and stand. Come stand here with me. I'm coming down. I want to pray for you. I want to lead you to Jesus. Step out of your seat and come stand right here in front. I want to pray for you. Yes.
0: Jesus. I want to be a vessel that you want. Step
2: out and come stand. Join me here.
0: Yes. Wanna be more like you I wanna be more like you more like Jesus I wanna be more like There was
2: a lady there that put up her hand the Ashes counselors would help me to bring the people the counselors has helped me to bring the people I wanna be more like Jesus you to pray this word after me and the Lord Jesus will become your Lord and Savior and from this day forward your life is going to change say dear Lord Jesus I give you my life please forgive me of my sins wash me in the precious blood make me a new person from today I want to follow you I believe in you Jesus I believe you are real Become my Lord and my Master today. Mm -hmm. I want to serve you. Please write my name in the book of life. Save me today from the fire of hell. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Let's clap for the Lord.